Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello and welcome back to the Manifest Edit podcast. I hope you're having an amazing day wherever in the world you are and I am so looking forward to talking to you today about manifesting the next chapter of your dream life. Talking about dream life, the past few weeks, in fact now looking at the date, it's been a month so I've been back home for a month now and finally beginning to set into settle into things, have a normal sleeping pattern again which I'm so so grateful for because I was just having the weirdest sleeping times like I was be going to bed while going for a nap at like 5 p.m and then just sleeping right through till midnight and then and then being ready to go take on the day at midnight so I'm so glad that that's over and I feel like I have some semblance of a normal sleeping pattern some sembling <laughs> some semblance of a normal sleeping pattern although it's not entirely where I want where I want it to be it's so so much better and I feel like I'm getting to do a lot more stuff in the day because of it I'm someone who's very much a morning person and there used to be maybe last year I was getting up consistently at 6 a.m I felt like I had so much of the day I had two hours to do my morning routine and just got to take things really slowly and if I wake up later it's just I just don't like the feeling of being rushed so it can just be really frustrating and despite feeling like my sleeping pattern is calmer and I'm like integrating back into things like slowly on that side I feel like personally I have been so busy with catching up with friends going out and one of the things I was talking to my friends about wanting to manifest was going to see more live music as often at festivals and mainly seeing DJs it's not actually songs with words or songs that you can sing along to which is something that I really miss so I was talking to my friend about this I think it was the week of my birthday and then when I was on my birthday night out I actually ended up meeting a new friend and they were like hey I've got spare tickets to Sticky Fingers which is like an Australian I want to say like rock indie rock band who I actually really enjoy they are one of the bands that I saw back when I first moved here I saw them at a festival for new year had the time of my life and then this friend was like hey yeah I've got free tickets to this do you want to bring some friends along and went to that last weekend and that was so much fun and it was just interesting being in a music venue just for like one event because I am normally someone who goes to music festivals so just being there for one event and they had this separation where if you're under 18 you have to stay in the balcony areas away from the alcohol and at one point all the people in the balcony are like waving their phone lights they've got their torches up we're all singing along and it was just such an amazing moment and yeah I had a lot of fun catching up with my friends and doing something you know doing the things that you said you were going to do is one of the joys of manifesting the life that you want to live is is getting to follow through on all of those things and so for me the follow-through is one of the most exciting parts of manifestation but it's not the only part which leads me into the topic of today's episode and manifesting the next chapter in your dream life 
when I was younger, I definitely felt like life had very clear-cut chapters of you go to school, you go to uni, you get a job, you start a family, (laughs) then you die. (laughs) That's pretty much it. And the older I got and the more that I decided, well, what do I actually want my life to look like as well as being surrounded by people whose life may look may look somewhere similar to that process or may look completely different, I've realized that actually chapters don't have to be those huge, significant, life-changing moments. You can choose to start a new chapter, a new season, a new beginning at any given time in your life. I think it's really important to know that because you may be in a situation right now where you're feeling stuck or you're feeling frustrated or you just want a boost of energy or you want to shake things up and feel like, oh well, things aren't that bad or you know, nothing has really happened to spark this way of feeling and diminishing your own experience because it's not a fireworks moment or a horrendous explosion moment. But we don't need to wait for those kinds of moments to take action. All we need to take action is that feeling, is that instinct, is that desire that say, let's do something different, let's shake things up. So what do you want this chapter of your life to be called? You have a desire to start a next chapter in your dream life. What do you want the chapter to be called? And how does this relate to your values? With manifestation and particularly the way I teach manifestation, I always like to bring it back to this element of values because it's the first step in my five-step method for manifestation is embodying the vibe of your higher self. The best way to embody the vibe of your higher self is by knowing what your values are, knowing what's important to you, knowing what drives you, because that's what underpins everything. So when you're thinking about what you want this chapter of your life to be called, it doesn't have to be super deep and serious. I'm sure you can come back to and change it. If you, if you, you know, if Kylie can change the name of her baby, you can change the name of the chapter of your life. But and take it like super seriously, like this has to be perfect, just like what intuitively like feels like a good chapter for you. Um, you can also think of this like uh, TV episodes. One of my favorite shows is Westworld, and I think particularly that show does a great job at naming naming their episode titles. You can even look over your favorite TV show if you have one and see, okay, what are the episode titles? Game of Thrones is another one actually that I think names their episodes really well. These are just like little details that I find like to be so fascinating about film and TV. You know, it's like you're not going to pick up a book off the shelf if if the title is just meh, just average. So think about your your story, your chapter, and how you want to name that episode or how you want to name that chapter with something that means something to you. Next, I want you to think about what you need to do to prepare yourself for this next chapter of your life. So you know what the theme is based on the episode title, the chapter title. You know that, for example, this next chapter is called putting myself first or this next chapter is called finding love okay I'm coming up with these names off the top of my head so if I had like actually sat down to think about it I probably wouldn't be picking these exact names but even still you know they describe the themes when you're picking a chapter you want it to describe the theme of what this is going to encompass in your life right so what do you need to do to prepare yourself for this next chapter of your life so let's say this chapter is called true love at last (laughs) (laughs) say the chapter is something love oriented what do you need to do to prepare yourself for this from both a practical and a mental standpoint so my chapter this summer when I was traveling for I was traveling for my summer two months in Europe like European summer was basically the chapter that 
my summer was called i was in the season of total hedonism i knew i just wanted to go out there and have the most amazing experiences catch up with my friends catch up with my family who i hadn't seen for three years as i hadn't been able to leave the country and i knew that i just wanted this to be like a really exciting time for me the things i had already booked in were pretty exciting things like booking in tomorrowland the festival booking in to go to a circle event again one of those once in a lifetime kind of experiences seeing my sister get married once in a lifetime kind of experience and she had a wedding weekend so it was just go 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 for three days this was also a time in my life where i had as an adult, somewhat, somewhat few responsibilities in that I had paid my rent and I had paid my school fees in advance. So though I still had those things to pay for for the two months I was away, in advance I had just paid them so I didn't have to think about it. I had also finished my semester of school very, very early. So my semester at school started, the semesters last like two and a half months, I think two and a half to three months. And within the first week I had done all my coursework for the next 12 weeks, 12 weeks, yeah, eight to 12 weeks. I just did all of that upfront so that I wasn't, you know, it was some, again, something that I didn't have to think about. I also saved all of the money that I needed in advance. So that was another thing that I didn't have to think about. So I set up all of these things in advance to prepare myself for that chapter of my life. And in some ways, this chapter is a chapter of my life that I've been preparing for for quite some time now because I have wanted to do a trip like this for years and from a mental standpoint I had to adopt a long-term travel mindset it's quite different from going on holiday is traveling for a month or longer than a month is the way you make decisions has to be different the way you spend money is different because you know obviously it has to stretch further the amount of energy you have is completely different and there are just more things to consider when you're doing things from a longer term perspective. So those were things I had did from both a practical and a mental standpoint. So let's say the chapter that you've named yourself is true love at last. I can't, I can't even say that without cracking up, like, you know, some rom-com title something to do with attracting love into your life maybe from a mental standpoint in your previous relationships you've been hurt you feel like you can't trust people you're scared to let love in so from a mental standpoint there are things that you want to explore there in terms of your nervous system feeling safe to welcome someone in thinking about the kind of partner that you want to attract partners you want to attract what you want them to be like how you want to be in a relationship these are all things that I would be doing from just a, a strategical and a mental standpoint to set yourself up for a relationship and then from a practical a practical point well maybe you're going to want to download some dating apps or sign up to blind dating events or join a new class get yourself out there to be in a place where you're going to meet people so those are things that you would want to do to prepare yourself for that chapter so whatever your your chapter is, whether it's spending more time with people, whether it's welcoming new people into your life, going away somewhere, there are things that you want to do to prepare yourself for that, to give yourself the best possible chance to succeed, because that's that's what we want. And also, preparation can also look like closing out previous chapters. I think it's so important that when we are reaching for new goals or striving for new highs that we're not running away from our previous situation but we're actually running towards what what our goals are what we our intentions are so for example let's say you're in a race you're not 
thinking about the race in terms of okay I just need to be as far away as possible from the start line you're thinking okay I need to get myself closer to the finish line and that's what you want to think about when you're setting goals is that you're always going in the direction of your dreams not away from your fears because where you have your energy and intention going is what you're going to attract into your life so it's really important that the focus point is where you actually want to go not like I just don't want to have this anymore so again when I'm talking to people about relationships I'm like it's good to know what you don't want in a relationship but you also don't want to be going into this new relationship and attracting a new relationship by thinking like well I just don't want this person to be shit I don't want this person to cheat on me I don't want this person to be boring I don't want this person to be because that's all the things that you're going to be focusing on instead of I can't wait to attract my partner who is fun and loving and caring and who meets me at an energy level who meets me at an ambition level and all those kinds of things so closure can look different for different people but just ensure that you feel like you're in a really good place with any previous chapters that there's nothing that feels unfinished and if there are things that feel unfinished how can you add a degree of closure to them Again, when it comes to closure that involves other people, people are not necessarily going to give us the closure that we desire. And sometimes no answer can be that closure if it's in other relationships, particularly friendships and romantic relationships. I think more in family relationships, there can be more of it, there can often be more of a discussion there. But sometimes in romantic relationships, you know, we're just like, I just want the closure, I just want them to let me know where I stand, blah, 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 and that is the closure in itself. So whatever those situations are, whether it's leaving a job, whether, I don't know, you're going to know what this looks like in your own life. So if, as I'm talking about closure for this chapter, something comes up for you, just ask yourself, what would clo- what would closure look like for this previous chapter? Do I feel like my previous chapter has come to a close, come to an end that I feel good about? Next, after we've done that, we can begin to envision what does life look and feel like in this next chapter of your life. So you've got the name, you've begun to think about what you need to do to prepare yourself. Now, what does life look and feel like in this chapter of your life? How will you know that it's going as you want it to? So going back to the example of my life this summer, how did I know that it was going as I wanted it to? Because I felt like excited for all the things I was doing. I remember leaving Tomorrowland and being like, this was such an incredible experience. And, and this was at the beginning of my trip. This was actually the first four days of my trip that was going to be eight weeks. And I was like, this is amazing. How is anything going to top this? How is anything going to top, top how amazing I felt? But actually, after I had to go and get a COVID test because to enter France, you need you just need to have one so I just got my results from my test back I was able to leave Brussels and go to France and I'm in the train station had to lug my suitcase down so many stairs my 30 kilogram suitcase my back was breaking I was standing on the platform and I was actually very very excited and that's how I knew that this chapter was going exactly as I wanted it to because even though I was in challenging situations I was able to see the light and the joy in them uh, I was traveling with my friend in Italy and there were so many points where for example we got to the station one day and I'm like that's weird they put the name of the they put the time of the train on there wrong they had not put the name of the train they had not put the wrong time on there we were actually at the wrong station so we had to 
bolt across to the other station, make sure we got there in time. We had troubles with renting bikes. We were staying at Airbnbs. It's like the hardest beds I have ever slept on. Like it felt like I was lying on my kitchen counter with a sheet on top. Like this is how hard the beds were. But despite all of these things and all the challenges that came up, I just had this underlying feeling of not only excitement, but also just like extreme, extreme gratitude. And for me, when I am experiencing that sense of extreme gratitude, I feel quite emotional like I could cry not because I'm upset but just because like I'm, I'm overjoyed with emotion so that's how I know that that chapter was you know it felt as it felt how I wanted to feel and what does life look like I just knew that I wanted to be meeting loads of different interesting people people from all different walks of life I wanted to be saying yes to opportunities so that looked like meeting people off Bumble BFF meeting people at events I went to meeting people through friends of friends everything looked and felt as I wanted it to and even when there were those feelings of things coming up or feeling frustrated or feeling sad those were not as overwhelming as the feelings of joy and happiness so how will you know for you is there ways that you felt in the past that maybe you want to feel going into this chapter? Maybe there's ways you felt in the past that you don't want to feel again. And just remember to flip that on its side so you're looking at the positive aspects what you're moving towards instead of what you're moving away from. What you're moving away from can be great in the short term, but in the long term, you really want to focus on where you're going. Lastly, actually two last points. <laughs> number one, well, that's actually technically number four. What do you need to release or sacrifice for this next chapter of your life? What do you need to release or sacrifice for this next chapter of your life? And by the way, with all of these questions, you can just use what I'm saying to you as journal prompts and you can sit down and write your answers or maybe you even want to, this could be a fun one to type up like this chapter of my life and planning it out. With my clients, evolving into their next chapter the majority of the time I want to say in fact it's not even 95% I would say it's significantly more than that moving into the next chapter of their life requires leaving behind their bullshit beliefs and when I say bullshit beliefs that's not they come to me and they say that I have this intense fear of something and I'm like no that's bullshit doesn't exist not real because I don't want to invalidate someone else's experience your bullshit beliefs can actually feel very real, very powerful, very all-encompassing to you. So I don't say bullshit beliefs to diminish the strength of them or to diminish your viewpoints. I say that because these are limiting beliefs that are holding you back from reaching your absolute potential, holding you back from manifesting that next chapter of your dream life. So with my clients, I often find that we are continually throughout our time working together whether that's six months or a year we're working through those beliefs limiting beliefs trauma that are holding them back from stepping into that new identity and new way of being because if we don't address that work it doesn't matter how many vision boards how much future planning how many intentions you set if you don't address everything that is holding you back because if there was nothing holding you back you would already be there so we all have something we all have those skeletons in our closet we all have those limiting beliefs or trauma or things that that we we want to address and for me shadow work is something that I am continually approaching as a mindset and manifestation coach also because I'm holding space for other people so <laughs> not only would it be highly critical hypocritical of me not to be doing the work for myself but I also wouldn't be able to hold as much space if I wasn't working through my own shit it just it just wouldn't it just wouldn't be, make sense 
So what do you need to release or sacrifice for this next chapter of your life? Let's go back to the example of um, attracting in a new relationship. And I actually do have some friends who, who share this point of view. Like whenever my friends are like, all men are this or all men are this way, I'm like, but not, but not all of them. You know, when people say men are this and I'm like, but not all of them, because they just want to reinforce that, you know, if you begin saying a story often enough, eventually it's it's not just something you think it becomes a belief it becomes a a way of living a way of being and then doesn't matter what opportunity comes into your life you're always going to try to reinforce your your dominant beliefs your dominant thought patterns so whatever you believe you are going to find evidence to back that up and that can be great that can be in a really positive way so for me I'm just like I'm a queen I'm manifesting experiences to match like the energy that I exude out into the world and I feel like I'm in a really reciprocal relationship with the universe and then the experiences and abundance and opportunities that come my way it's an expectation for me because I feel like of course of course this is what's going to happen whereas previously um, for example, I used to have a belief that bad things always happen and then so it didn't matter what opportunities were coming my way, I would always find something bad to see in it because that was my dominant story and your subconscious mind does not want to make you a liar so it's always going to be looking for that evidence. So yes, what you need to release or sacrifice for this next chapter of your life, honestly, I do love the term release a bit more than sacrifice because you, I don't know, sacrifice just sounds a bit intense. But for you, you may resonate with that term better. So I also include sacrifice. And then finally, last step is what steps will I take towards this today? What steps will I take towards this today? If you work with me or even attended any of my free events, you'll know that taking micro actions, taking steps is just such a huge part of the work that I'm doing. If I'm doing, if I do one of my, although I no longer do these, like my five day retreats, seven day retreats, after every single one of those sessions, I'm like, okay, like what are you going to do right now? We're doing stuff on the call. They're doing stuff after the call with my clients. We're even in our first session, it's like, okay, what's one thing you can take towards us today? We're doing work on the session itself because the more that you can get your brain into the habit of beginning now, you're actually rewiring the way that your brain works. So let's say, for example, it's new year and you're like, yes, this is the year I'm going to get fit. I'm going to get healthy. Yes, but like say that, but also sign up for the gym membership, book book in for your first class, like literally schedule out that first class that you're going to take. Otherwise, it just becomes another one of those things that falls to the wayside. I bumped into a friend at dinner um, just a few days ago, and this is a friend that I've been saying, we're not particularly close but I would like to be closer to her and I would like to spend more time with her and we we keep saying like oh yeah let's catch up let's do something but it never it never ends up actually happening and I'm sure you can relate to this so when we bumped into each other at dinner and we're like you know let's do something soon we're like okay how about next Sunday why don't we do something next why don't we go for dinner next Sunday and then we'll go to this place afterwards and because we'd actually begun to put the steps into action like this plan is actually happening rather than just being in a cycle of saying let's do something soon let's do something soon until we die so taking action steps today it rewires your brain it rewires your neural pathways to become accustomed to your new way of life your new way of being it also motivates you to keep going it helps you to find more opportunities and actually attract more opportunities into your life that are 
in align with where you want to go and it just makes you feel good it makes you feel productive it makes you feel like you're on top of your shit it makes you feel unstoppable and why wouldn't you want that so in order to manifest the next chapter of your dream life these are the five steps that you want to take um or in fact five questions you want to ask yourself number one what do you want this chapter of your life to be called so thinking about the theme that you want for this chapter number two what do you need to do to prepare yourself for this next chapter of your life? This also includes looking at any closure that you feel like you need to you need to have. Number three, what does life look and feel like in this chapter of your life? How will you know things are going as you want them to? Number four, what do you need to release or sacrifice for this next chapter of your life? What do you need to leave behind? For a lot of my clients, this is beliefs that we need to leave behind, limiting beliefs that we choose to work on um, during our time together. Number five, what steps will I take towards this today? How are you going to take this from something that's a dream to something you actually manifest into your reality? There are so many people out there with dreams and things that they would like to happen, things that one day and that they would hope to happen. But the difference between the dreamers and the doers is the action that they take to make it happen. And you can choose right now today whether this next chapter of your life, the next chapter of your dream life stays a dream or whether it actually becomes your reality. And it's my hope and my intention for you that it does become your reality. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous.